Greetings and welcome on board WKOK Sunrise. I'm Mark Lawrence. We are glad to say that we have back on the news line today John Moore. He's an author and freelance writer, a storytelling and historian. He's a journalist as well. He's worked in a wide range of newspapers around the country. Uh, he's a Northumberland resident too, and he has written a dozen history books about the Revolutionary War period and the Native Americans who lived around here. And I'm glad to say that he has two new books out and he'll be participating in an event next week. He's back on the news line to talk about all this today. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mark. It's nice to talk with you again. Thank you so much for really all you're doing. I think uh, so much of what you're documenting in your books, if it weren't for your effort, might never all be glued together, and we might never really know uh, what some what some of the uh, historical events are, or at least have a much harder time finding them. Let's start out with two new books that you write, Border War and Outpost. Let's start out with the subject of those. The Outpost deals with the Revolutionary War in western Pennsylvania and Ohio. It's a very overlooked uh, phase of the war, but, but a very vital and, and, and exciting time as well. The Indians who lived in the Susquehanna Valley in the 1600s, early 1700s, including the, the Delawares and the Shawnees, by the time of the Revolutionary War, many of these Indians had moved west to western Pennsylvania and to Ohio, what is now the state of Ohio. And the, the borderline between the, the American settlements and Indian territory was the Allegheny River and the Ohio River. The Indians lived west and north of the Ohio and west of the Allegheny. One of the missionaries who had lived in what is now northern part of Sunbury was David Zeisberger, a Moravian missionary. David Zeisberger is now not quite elderly, but well well advanced in middle age, and he's living out in Ohio with the Native Americans. And his assistant is uh, another Moravian missionary, John Heckewelder, and both Heckewelder and Zeisberger uh, become sources for, for uh, the outposts and a border war, they were in constant contact with, with the Americans. And um, so we follow, we follow the, the, uh, the Delaware Indians, the Shawnee Indians from Susquehanna Valley out into the western Pennsylvania, into Ohio. One of the, the American soldiers, uh, uh, Colonel uh, Daniel Broadhead, uh, was with a, an American uh, Pennsylvania regiment, the 8th Pennsylvania, and in 1778, early in the year, he was sent up the Susquehanna Valley, up the river, to help uh, protect against Indian raids from um, the British up from around Fort Niagara. Broadhead was then immediately sent out to Fort Pitt, in what is now Pittsburgh. And so Broadhead becomes another character in, in the outposts. And uh, there's a lot of conflict that goes back and forth. The second book is The Border War, and that picks up several years after the end of the outpost. That takes place many months after Cornwallis surrenders, the British surrender at Yorktown in late 1781. In 1782, Indians from Ohio were repeatedly crossing the Ohio and Allegheny rivers and attacking white settlements. The settlers, white settlers, got all worked up and sent out two large militia expedition. The first one in March of 1782 went to a Moravian mission 
and found maybe a hundred uh, peaceful Indian Christian Indians there gathering corn. They had left the mission and they had, were starving, and they came back to the old far fields and did a belated midwinter harvest, late winter harvest. And the militia took them prisoners and killed 96 of them, including many, many children. And then the militia went back to the settlements, and some months later, an even larger militia force struck out, and it went again to the to the mission town, which was now abandoned. The, the militia then went way into western Ohio, way out into the prairies, and fought quite a pitched battle. And when the militia leaders realized there were more Indians and even reinforced by British Rangers. Um, the, they withdrew. They retreated. The retreat became a rout, and the Indians were very angry that the Christian Indians had been massacred. That when, very simply put, when whenever the Native warriors captured an American militiaman, Pennsylvania militiaman, they, they killed them, and some of them were, were tortured horribly. And Border War tells that story, and it, it looks through the lens of what was happening, and it's based on uh, primarily on diaries of uh, men who were there and men who wrote about it. And one of the important sources is the Moravian missionary John Heckewelder. He um, knew a whole lot, knew many Indians, and they told him the story. And, and he wrote down, and, and in his books later on, reported what they had said. So it's an unusual account where we have the Native American perspective as well as the, the, uh, the Pennsylvania militia perspective. So it so they're, they're interesting books. Now, you're going to be at a function next week with the Northumberland County Historical Society on Wednesday, Holiday Open House, 1 to 8 p.m. The public is invited. You'll be there with your two books. You'll be selling those and autographing and, and telling some of the tales that are contained within the books. Two other authors will be there as well, so if folks are looking for some other local authors, this might be, or, or perhaps authors of stories that relate to uh, our local area, this might be an opportunity for them to catch that. So that's... Uh, Wednesday the 7th, 1 to 8 p.m. at the Northumberland County Historical Society at Hunter House at uh, Sunbury. Let's talk about this idea that part of you doing, uh, you know, what is the start of a compendium on this aspect of the Revolutionary War is that there really isn't a lot of coverage of it. We don't hear quite as much about the Western PA Ohio Revolutionary War. If you Google Pennsylvania Revolutionary War, you know, they send you right to Brandywine. So, but, but take us west and tell us why this wasn't as well documented. The major generals and the colonels of the American Revolution, George Washington and, and Henry Knox and, and uh, General Lafayette, and the, the major uh, British generals, Cornwallis, especially General Howe, all fought in the eastern theater of the war, the eastern department. And the big armies with, with thousands of soldiers were in the east. Uh, there were thousands of soldiers on the American side at Yorktown and thousands at Brandywine and hundreds, if not not quite a thousand. Well, I guess about a thousand or maybe two thousand Battle of Trenton. The battles out along the Ohio River and the Allegheny River were much smaller. The officers commanding those armies were lower in rank for the most part or were less important, although uh, Colonel uh, Broadhead, who commanded at Fort Pitt, 
for a couple of years in the late 1770s, you know, uh, was his immediate supervisor was George Washington. And so he was frequently uh, writing letters to Washington and frequently receiving orders in writing directly from Washington. An orderly was probably writing them, but Washington was signing them. The cities, the towns along the Ohio uh, were not very big. Pittsburgh, for instance, had maybe 60 or 70 houses, log cabins, uh, two or three uh, taverns for people to stay overnight. And it was just unimportant. They weren't as great mercantile centers as were New York and Boston and and Philadelphia or Charleston. Um, So there was less going on. They were sort of out of the way, but the fighting was intense. There were frequent Indian war parties coming from Indian territory into the American settlements, and frequently the the militia would go across the Ohio and into Indian territory and fight it out. Wednesday, 1 to 8 p.m., the Northumberland County Historical Society. You'll be present very briefly here. Who else will be there? Uh, Joe Fisher. Joe is a uh, a, a one-time professor of, of history at United States Military Academy at West Point, and um, he's written a book about this Sullivan campaign of 1779. It's titled A Well-Executed Failure. Uh, also scheduled to be there is Jack Lindermuth. Uh, Jack uh, is a retired uh, newspaper man like myself, and he has two nonfiction books, uh, Digging Dusky Diamonds, which is about the anthracite industry, in northeastern Pennsylvania. Also, Hear the Whistle Blowing, which tells the story of railroads, early railroads in eastern Pennsylvania. John Moore is a journalist and historian from Northumberland. His book at Sunbury Press, two books, sunburypress.com, Border War, and Outposts. He'll be at the Northumberland County Historical Society on Wednesday. Thank you so much, John. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Mark. Nice to talk to you, as always.